Hello and welcome to Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema. I'm Hans, and uh, I will be subbing in for low rest on this episode. I'm a writer and filmmaker, and I live in uh, San Jose, Costa Rica currently. Now, uh, me and Lores were supposed to record an episode uh, on this uh, Venom movie, uh, but he ran into some technical uh, difficulties um, where he, I believe that he had to buy a new microphone or he had some, some technical issue in which he couldn't record. So uh, he asked me to record my commentary regarding the film until he's able to resolve whatever that issue that is, and then we'll be able to put out you know, the actual episode when, when we go back and forth talking about the movie. Uh, now, uh, I'm not a host. Uh, I'm usually the one that just comes in to have, um, you know, quips or uh, humorous commentary. So if this goes horribly wrong, uh, you can point fingers at him. I've only, I've only done this once where I record myself uh, talking to nobody. I did listen to a couple of the episodes. I, I, I don't follow everything that Loris uh, does um, religiously. I find him to be kind of unbearable, kind of a, just a bad person. Uh, but I mean... We're we're all a little bit mad, so um, I figured I'd give him give him a chance and just listen to a couple of, of episodes that that he's put out with this podcast series that he started uh, sometimes this year. I probably should have looked that up. Uh, um, and uh, well, I figured that it's mostly just him uh, rambling alone, unless he's joined by um, by a, a guest host or a. Um, what would you call it? Uh, a friend or he he got uh, the critical um, unbeliever to um, talk to him about uh, Eyes Wide Shut, and I, I realized that they just rambled on, which is something that I do really well. I just, I'm not used to doing it alone. Uh, but this should be fun. Should be fine. I don't usually talk to myself out loud. Most of the, the talk that I do to myself is uh, goes on in my head. Let me just talk a little bit about myself. I'm, uh, I live in San Jose, Costa Rica, as I mentioned, and... Um, I, uh, I did graduate from uh, film school and uh, a couple of years ago, and I think I've known Low Rats for about four or five years, maybe. We've collaborated in a couple of things. Uh, I am part of the Low Rest Wonder Bread Collective, if you want to call it that, in which um, I help with some of the writing, and I do appear in some um, sketches, um, m- mostly remotely, because, uh, you know, since I'm in Costa Rica, it's kind of difficult for, for us to be in the same room, but... Uh, and you, I'm sure you've seen it. If you're a fan of the of the channel, you've seen me pop up here and there, and and sometimes I help with the writing. Sometimes I I help just giving, you know, uh, helping with jokes and helping with lines. And uh, mostly, uh, I believe that uh, we uh, we've recorded. Well, I don't I don't believe it has actually happened. We have recorded episodes together before. Uh, we did a politics podcast that that wasn't very fun uh, because of how everything turned out. Uh, in the states, so uh, that was kind of a mess. And uh, we have talked about movies before, and and just uh, um, live streams on YouTube, late night live streams where I'm mutually intoxicated. At this time, I'm currently uh, going uh, eight days of uh, sobriety, not because I'm trying to you know be a better person or like better myself. I just feel like I'm at a point where you know a month without any alcohol or drugs will do good for my system. I don't know why I picked October. A terrible month to do that because of all the, you know, events that happened in this month. The movie that I will be talking about, I think I mentioned this before, but this has gone on for five minutes, so I'm not entirely sure as to what I've said. If I haven't mentioned it, uh, the movie is Venom, uh, directed by uh, Ruben Fleischer. I believe that's how you pronounce it. 
Uh, it came out last week and it's been panned by critics uh, so far. Hands! You do not want to do this, trust me. Mask! Copy! All right, have it your own way. Mask! Copy! What the hell I've seen a couple of um, critics that called it boring, and uh, if you know there's something that this movie is not, it's boring. There's uh, definitely a lot of action. Uh, the CGI is decent uh, at times. I wouldn't say it's amazing. I wouldn't say it's you know Avatar levels. I've never seen that movie, but you know Avatar levels of uh, CGI. But it looks pretty good. Uh, I I feel like the action uh, was moved pretty quickly so that you wouldn't have noticed. Um, Whenever the CGI would be a little bit clunky, and it looked pretty smooth, I did enjoy the movie more than I thought I would because of the reviews. Now, um, this might be just half an hour of me shitting on movie reviewers because I feel like most of them come in with this very pretentious, very "I'm an artist" voice when um, they they're not. If you're a movie re- reviewer, I mean, good for you. I mean, if you're able to make a living with that, that's that's great. Uh, but I do find that most movie reviewers are uh, people that have never even tried to make a movie. Uh, they just feel like uh, their opinion is more important than anyone else's just because they've seen a lot of movies. Uh, and uh, and then when I saw something like this, a movie like Venom, which, uh, you know, it was um, mentioned that it was going to be a PG-13. So you knew right there that they couldn't curse. I believe there's one fuck in the movie. I believe he says something along the lines of let's fucking do this or something, uh, which is, I believe, the one fuck that they are able to say and it's not in a sexual uh, connotation uh, that they're able to use on a PG-13 movie. Uh, There's no blood in the movie. Uh, There's a lot of violence and uh, there's some scenes in which Venom eats a couple of heads, uh, but there's no blood. So if you're coming in expecting, you know, Logan or Deadpool, uh, you'll be sorely mistaken and maybe disappointed. I came into this movie hoping that it would be an alternative to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I'm a little bit sick of right now. I feel like those movies are pretty much the same thing over and over again with the same structure, the same tone. Uh, the only movies that have changed that formula for Marvel has been... Uh, or have been uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, Thor Ragnarok, but even those, uh, they still have to fall into this universe that uh, Marvel has created. Uh, and uh, since there have been so many movies where you know the villains have been boring and, and uninteresting in most of them, so there's not a lot of stakes, and it's a lot of uh, introducing characters. So uh, we spend most of the time, you know, focusing on the character, uh, and then the villain doesn't even have to do much now. This might be the one thing that uh, the MCU movies and Venom have in common. Uh, Mostly because, you know, Venom is a character that uh, not everyone is familiar with. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people um, know what Venom visually looks like. uh, And they have seen, you know, people wearing shirts. And it's a cool-looking character. uh, But I don't think that a lot of people were familiar with, you know, the backstory of the character or how the character uh, was created. Or, you know, uh, they might just see it as, you know, evil Spider-Man. Uh, which is what uh, my uh, my dad called it. So that's what I'm going to be calling it now. So Evil Spider-Man uh, stars Tom Hardy and uh, uh, what's her name? Michelle Williams, who's not very good in the movie. Uh, <laughs> you don't need her to be good, but she was very one-tone. Uh, I feel like uh, she she was kind of boring. She she um, I didn't understand why the 
Eddie Brock, or Tom Hardy character, was so infatuated with this uh, with this boring lawyer. Uh, she didn't really do much. At the end, she does help Venom, but I feel like uh, that could have gone to maybe an actress that wasn't as well known and maybe had a little bit more charisma, a little bit of more personality. That's one of the few issues that I have with the movie. Now, again, I came into this movie uh, hoping to find an alternative to the MCU movies. Don't want to see five movies a year where they're pretty much the same thing and I, I figured if this was you know uh, half as fun as those uh, silly Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies I'll be satisfied and that's pretty much what I got you have a, a story that feels a little bit rushed at times uh, but it's understandable because I, I mean even though it runs uh, one hour and 52 minutes the movie runs by it, you don't really feel bored you don't really feel like it's dragging there's moments in which you know the story moves forward really quickly but uh that's what happens when you know you don't want to make a three-hour epic and you're trying to introduce a new character eddie brock is on screen for about i don't know 40 minutes i'd say before uh we see venom and him on the uh, at the same time or joined on the screen and uh and i think uh at least the, <laughs> my favorite part about the movie and i think uh, the one thing that uh most critics can't complain about is that tom hardy <laughs> actually they they have complained about it. a lot of people are saying that that tom hardy hammed it up and that he overacted but i just i find it very difficult that um when you put it into perspective this is a movie about a character that can grow in size and and pretty much do any shape he wants because of this symbiote thing uh and a lot of people is either they're they were hoping for a grounded version of this story. Not entirely sure how you could have done that. I don't know if, uh, you know, give Christopher Nolan the Venom franchise and see what he does with it. That probably would have been um, a good thing, I don't think. I don't know if, if a grounded Venom would be as fun as this was. And uh, I think it was per exactly what uh, what it needed to be. It was loud. It was uh, fun. It, was, it had a lot of action. It had some jokes that uh, worked for me. I, f I feel like the humor was there. Um, it wasn't uh, laugh out loud, but which superhero movies laugh out loud? I, I mean, th besides the Deadpool, I guess, the first one. The second one's pretty much, you know, the same as the first one. Wish they could have done something different with that one. Yeah, I think the only superhero movie that I've laughed out loud was Deadpool. So I don't understand people complaining about the tone of the movie, people complaining about the humor. Um, I do understand that because of the visual of the character, because of what the character looks like, a lot of people expected this violent, this, you know, R-rated light um, movie. But I think uh, it leaves the door open to sequels, especially with the, with the spoiler or the post-credit scene in which, you know, we see what everyone wanted, everyone wanted to see. Uh, or the character that everyone wanted to see. Uh, now, when I was at the movie theater, I did hear a couple of people complaining that they wanted to see that character in the movie. But, you know, uh, it would be better. Um, and, uh, well, might, might as well just say spoiler alert here. Uh, Carnage is in the post credit scene. And a lot of people are complaining that um, they wanted to see this character in the movie. But that's that's like blowing your load too quickly. That's a premature ejaculation in mo movie terms, I think. Um, because uh, you needed, you know, most of the movie to introduce the Venom character and just to get to know Eddie Brock and to um, relate to the character and care for the character. And uh, I, I feel like Carnage uh, would, 
Carnash. Am I saying that correctly? Carnash, Carnash, whatever. I'm, I'm, I speak Spanish most of the day, so please uh, <laughs> uh, accept my apologies when it comes to mispronounce, mispronounce. Wow, mispronouncing words. Uh, but I feel like Carnage would have needed more screen time that, uh, and, and it would have made this movie, I don't know, two and a half hours, three hours, uh, you know, till everyone gets hemorrhoids, the cinema. It's just not what this should have been. Now, the character of Riot, again, uh, this movie suffered from having a not very interesting villain. I mean, I've, I think uh, while um, Reese Ahmed, I can't think of the character's name right now, but when he was just being regular human, when he was just being a, uh, an evil billionaire, uh, a very Elon Musk-like uh, character, he was interesting. Uh, and as soon as Riot showed up, and as soon as you know he became this other symbiote, that kind of uh, it kind of uh, dragged on a little bit, and it felt a little bit rushed. Um, but again, that's just what happens with these movies, in which you don't really have a lot of time to introduce a villain and present him properly for you to be afraid of them or for you to see them as a real threat uh the final fight it's really cool visually uh it's uh, it ends kind of suddenly and uh i kind of wish that maybe the fight would have been a little bit longer maybe the fight would have um up the stakes a little bit because i do feel like it ended uh, pretty quickly but um Besides that, I, I did have a lot of fun, and that's pretty much what I'm looking for in movies now. Uh, if I want to go in uh, into a movie and feel emotional, or you know, get a message and uh, learn something, um, I don't think I would go to a superhero movie for that. And I think that one—that's one of the biggest issues with this movie, or at least with movie reviewers—that I'm not entirely sure what the fuck they wanted to see. Or what the fuck they were expecting after seeing that trailer, after hearing that, you know, it was going to be a PG-13 movie. 13th. PG-13 movie. And uh, at least for myself, I got everything I wanted. I've seen it twice. Uh, I saw it once with a couple of friends, and then I took my, my girlfriend and my brother to see it, and they all enjoyed it. Uh, so it's not just me. I did notice that on the Rotten Tomatoes score, uh, they uh, the movie does have a pretty horrible score from critics... Uh, but if you look at what uh, the people are saying, uh, the that grade is a lot more favorable. Now, uh, right now, it's uh, 30% tomatometer, uh, and then audience score is 89%. So that pretty much tells you uh, everything you need to know about this movie. Now, if you're a, a pretentious critic, like all of these old people that I'm looking at uh, over here, uh, quote unquote top critics from uh, you know for example we got Richard Roper right saying that it's a tone deaf uneven and maddening dumb clunker that never settles on an identity all the way to the closing closing credits he gave it a one five five one point five stars now again I don't know what kind of movie people were uh, coming to see also can we not call these people top credit what the fuck is that top critic just sit there, watch the movie, criticize it, fine, but a top critic? So is his opinion more important than anyone else's opinion then? That's fucking ridiculous, I'm sorry. You got this fucking 60-year-old man coming to see a superhero movie that's just loud and fun and there's action in it. And he's, you know, over here using his words and trying to, you know, sound very smart 
while uh, criticizing a movie about, you know, a, a man, a jock, a, a motorcycle cool guy <laughs> getting an alien attached to his body. And it makes him grow really big eyes and 3,000 teeth that are about, I don't know, seven inches long. And uh, he's able to mold his body in different shapes and he's able to kill people and eat their heads. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I just find it <laughs> ridiculous that um, you're sending all of this out of touch older reviewers to a movie like this when um, this is just supposed to be fun. Now, the same thing happened with, you know, the Ninja Turtles movies. I'm not saying they're great movies. I'm just saying they're fun. And a lot of the time, people want to just forget about the problems, come to the movies, and enjoy, you know, an hour and a half, two hours of just fun. And this is what this is. Now, there's, uh, <laughs> again, I said I was going to go through a couple of uh, reviews uh, or at least snippets from reviews. So here's another one. Kate Gardner from The Mary Sue. You know that um, Mary Sue sounds like a like a film-related uh, website. Uh, uh, Kate Gardner sounds like someone that should be listened to. And then she says, is it a comedy? Is it an action film? I, I don't think this lady has ever seen a, an action comedy, apparently. I, I don't think uh, this lady has seen, you know, body cop movie. How about a lethal weapon? Has this lady seen any of the Lethal Weapon? Has she seen uh, Rush Hour? I wonder what those reviews were like. Is it a comedy? Is it an action film? Is Jackie Chan actually Chinese? Is Chris Tucker black? <sighs> she goes on saying, makes no pretense of being anything more than a superhero film, which is what you should come in for. This is a superhero film. Can we stop trying to find more meaning into a fucking superhero movie? And yes, there are some comic books that, uh, you know, deal with the real issues, that deal with, uh, you know, war. There's, um, you know, Captain America punching Hitler. There's, uh, you know, Luke Cage and racism in the, the 70s. And, and uh, you have a, a gay Green Lantern now. So, I mean... Comic books can deal with with real life issues, uh, and they have for for uh, since its inception. But this is just a superhero movie. Why would you come into a Venom movie expecting more than a superhero film where you can just eat popcorn and laugh with people that you? Kate, do you have any friends that you can enjoy this with? Is, maybe this movie is not for you, Kate. I believe that if you can't figure out if this movie is a comedy or an action film. Or if you can't figure out that, you know, a movie can be a comedy and an action film at the same time, maybe this is not the... Maybe a movie reviewer is not the job that you should have. Maybe you should, you know, review Home and Garden television. Go review uh, the new Maury episode. Or go review Jerry Springer. Find your drama there. This is a superhero movie. Again, ab about a ridiculous superhero that is violent that kills people <laughs> I mean look at that fucking trailer what the fuck did you people expect I don't understand um you just the only thing that you had to do to enjoy this movie was come in not expecting anything and I know that you know when people say you need to turn your brain off to enjoy this uh, that's kind of bullshit I mean it's fine if you do because uh you might enjoy more things but like 
this is just a fun, dumb popcorn movie. You know, I, I kind of wish that, you know, the Transformers movies were like this. You know, I'm, I'm now I'm, I'm hoping we, we don't get fucking 10 Venom movies unless, you know, they, they progress the story correctly or I don't know if PG-13 was the best option. I did enjoy it, but I, I think it would have benefited from uh, having an R rating just so we could see some blood and a little bit of more uh, adult uh, humor, adult uh, language. But at the same time, it could have easily fallen into the Deadpool trap where, you know, we're just going to make obscene jokes because that's funny. And um, let's just talk about farts and, and vaginas and, and titties and uh, LOLs all around. Um, and, uh, and I think this movie played with, uh, with uh, comedy pretty well and uh, was able to uh, implement it with the action. Also, uh, Jenny Slate is in it, and um, I love Jenny Slate. So <laughs> you can all... Yeah, that's that's another thing that I, that I enjoy with this movie, even though she's, you know, you know what happens to her if you've seen this. Now, uh, let's see. Matthew Licona from the San Diego Reader. He looks very serious in his movie, and he looks like he's got a perm, so you know he means business. Um, it says, the Venom symbiote requires a perfect match to bond with his host. Otherwise, the host is doomed. The Venom movie plays like a midnight horror that has invaded a superhero movie, and while there are some laughs to be had, L-A-F-F-S... Ugh. It's far from a perfect match. He gave it a zero out of five. Now, um, I don't know about you. I don't think. I mean, I don't have. Uh, I don't have a um, a star rating that I I use to um, criticize the movies that I watch. I feel like that's a little bit pretentious, and and I do understand that it's it's helpful when it comes to you know people knowing what your opinion is regarding a film, but. I don't think I would ever, or it would have to be something, even something like The Room or like Troll 2. I wouldn't give those a zero because you have fun watching them. They're fucking terrible. They're ridiculous movies with horrendous uh, scripts and, uh, you know, cinematography shit. And the acting is horrible. But at least you're having fun with it. So it wouldn't be a zero. It maybe would have been a two or even a three. Because at least you're laughing. At least you're seeing something that you're not used to seeing. Something so horrible that, you know, it's fun. Now... Given a zero, that just shows how pretentious this Matthew Licona person is. Uh, because saying that it, it plays like a midnight horror that has invaded a superhero movie. I don't see any horror in this movie. I don't know if I'm the only one that didn't get any type of horror feel from this movie. This is just a superhero movie. The fact that it's a character that's all black doesn't make it horror. The fact that it's a character that has a lot of teeth does not make it horror. I wonder if Matthew has ever seen a horror movie. Because this is not a horror movie at all. This is just a superhero movie. So this is another review. Another reviewer that's a top critic from Rotten Tomatoes showing how much of a joke this website is. Now, let's see. Um, Chris Klimek from NPR. Now, NPR. <sighs> when you're thinking about, you know, let's, <laughs> a fun popcorn movie, NPR sounds like, you know, the first choice. Of, uh, you know, critics that you would go to, right? Because uh, they usually have very uh, non-pretentious opinions, right? Let's see what the, what Chris Klimek, 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 that's a shitty name. And, and my name is 
shitty as fucking I can fucking shitty last name it, he says uh, quote uh, it turns out Venom isn't much different than the alien who starred in NBC's 1980s sitcom Alf a pushy boar motivated mostly by his next snack um, Venom eats in the movie uh, and one of the side effects that Eddie Brock has after having the Venom or the symbiote on him is that he's hungry so it is mentioned uh, a couple of times that the character is hungry but that's not the character's motivation now I'm wondering if Chris actually saw the movie because yes the Eddie gets hungry but that's not what drives the movie so Chris shut the fuck up go back to watching the artist 2000 times and talking about how brilliant it is or go back to being monotone and talk about talk about how the new Lena Dunham film it's a hit because it has a lot of scenes of just people talking with the camera static not moving at all and it's just improvised and that's now that's real art now we have Rafer Guzman over here from Newsday he says um, Venom could be Marvel's version of the Rocky Horror Picture Show or Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, a camp classic worth mocking again and again. Now, when it comes to mocking a film from someone like Rafer Guzman, who I'm sure has made lots of successful movies that have made $80 million. Now, wait, before I move on to what I'm about to say, I do realize that uh, just because a movie makes a lot of money doesn't mean that it's good. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that it really takes a lot of balls, a lot of courage, you have to be a real pretentious person to say that it's a movie that is worth mocking again and again. I don't know what Rafer's type of movies are, um, but it, that just reeks of pretentiousness. That that reeks of uh, I'm better than anyone else. As a movie critic, as a person that should be unbiased, as a person that should come into the movie without any preconceived ideas this just and i'm not surprised you know rafer guzman i just he gave it a 0.5 out of 4 again i don't agree i feel like this movie worked in many levels uh, i feel like this movie worked better than most marvel movies that have come out lately because at least it doesn't have to fit into a world. It doesn't have to fit a box that has been previously been established already. It doesn't have to follow the same tone, the same three acts, the same structure that the universe that is trying to fit in. Now, excuse me for a second. Hmm. I don't think I ever had to tuck for so long without a break, so I had to take a little bit of sip water. Uh, but I think that's the biggest problem. Now, if you're someone that um, reads reviews before deciding if you want to see a movie or not, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, uh, Rotten Tomatoes is a perfect example of how out of touch movie reviewers are. And after looking at, you know, the lovely photos, the beautiful, beautiful photos that uh, this uh, over 40 years old movie reviewers have and I'm very being very nice when it, when I say 40 
I just don't think that you should be basing your decisions on, you know, what a critic thinks, especially about a movie like this, you know? This is not a movie that should be overly studied. This is not a movie that, you know, they're going to create a college course to, to study it. This is just a fun movie. This is just a fun superhero popcorn movie, which is what superheroes mo movies should be. Uh, Tom Hardy looked like he was having a lot of fun during this movie. He, you can tell that he cares about the character. You can tell that he worked on this Eddie Brock character and he has a lot of fun and the audience has a lot of fun with it. And I know because I was at the movie theater with a full crowd and they were laughing and they were having fun with the movie. <laughs> I don't understand what these... Um, Movie reviewers were expecting. Let's see. John Oleksinski from the New York Post says, Venom? More like cyanide. My asshole just retracted because I'm so uncomfortable at that attempt of a joke. At that attempt of a clever line. John Oleksinski, go fuck your mother. That is horrendous. And you gave the movie a one out of four stars. I give that joke zero stars. You suck. Stop reviewing these type of movies because they're not for you. You are not the intended audience. You're coming in with preconceived ideas. You're coming in with this pretentiousness that movie reviewers for whatever reason have. I'm sorry. You're not filmmakers unless you make a movie or unless you've ever made a movie. You're not a filmmaker. You don't know everything that comes into making a movie like this and the fact that they have the gall to just criticize it like that it's just all right and and again <laughs> again i'm not i'm not defending the movie i'm not saying this is fucking citizen kane it's just have a little bit of fun why do you have to grade every movie the same way you can't put venom in the same category as you know philadelphia you can't come in with the same state of mind and, and criticize both of them using the same scale because they're completely different movies. You have to put them in different categories. One of them is mindless fun. The other one's a movie about AIDS in which Tom Hanks dies or, or some shit. I don't remember. That movie was boring. It was good, but it was boring. Why can a movie like Venom properly be properly dirty? dirty? Sorry, jo Joshua Rothkopf said, "Why can't the movie make Venom properly dirty?" PG thirteen rating seriously hurts. Now, this is something that I I, I agree with a little bit. As I mentioned before, I think uh, uh, an R rated movie would have worked better with mature audiences. But this is just uh, the way that they decided to introduce the character, and I think that PG thirteen uh, worked pretty well. Now. Uh, I, I do need to close this up because I feel like I'm rambling. And again, we're going to be recording an actual episode. Um, but I just saw another horrible joke by Justin Chang from the Los Angeles Times in which he says, Venom feels like pretty weak poison. Okay. Now, I'm not a comedian. Uh, I I tried stand-up comedy once, or I, <laughs> I was going to try stand-up comedy once, but I froze because uh, I have a stage fright. Um, but I do realize that You know, if you're not funny, maybe stop trying to be funny, Justin. Venom feels like a pr like pretty weak poison. Is um, you know what you think would go on a billboard or what you think would go on an ad. And you know what? Just knowing how fucking advertisement works and how lame 
most uh, advertising companies are, they probably would use this if, let's say, if let's say this was positive and it was Venom feels like pretty strong poison, they would probably use it. But this is horrendous, and I do need critics, uh, these pretentious critics, this this uh, this um, I'm an art house uh, reviewer, art house movie reviewer. This uh, Lars von Trier is my god, people, to stop trying to be funny because you're not. And this is just cringy and horrendous. Justin Chang, that joke is worse than your hairline. That's coming from me, who's been balding for like the past 10 years. Uh, I just... Okay, so um, I think I'm just going to close this up because I feel like I've been rambling for 32, three, 33 minutes, actually. And um, actually, almost th- 34. And uh, I just don't want to start repeating myself, even though I'm sure I probably have already. So I'm just going to leave it at, at this. Now, again, there's going to be an actual episode. But um, I'll just leave this one uh, here. Just uh, I'm just going to end it now. And uh, if you would like to follow me, I do have a Twitter. It's Hansiken, which is spelled... It's Hansigan, that's H-A-N-S-I-C-A-N. Uh, or Instagram is Hansigan Dos, is uh, H-A-N-S-I-C-A-N-D-O-S. Uh, if you want to just see, you know, stuff that I post, or if you want to, you know, just follow me and, and uh, talk to me. I'm, I'm, I'm open to talking to anyone, and I, 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 um, I like to have fun on the internet. I like to make fun of things. And uh, anyway, this was, this is an emergency movies podcast episode i i've been your host hans 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 it's really weird when you have a name like this that could be pronounced in very difficult and very different ways because i don't really talk to myself in the third person so every time someone asks me about my name i i feel like i say it differently every time i don't know why i'm closing the episode with this ramble this boring ramble but anyway uh we'll be back i'm not entirely sure when uh, I think uh, we might be recording it at the end of this week, but um, thank you for listening. If you if you made it this far, you, it's not something I would do. So I thank you. And uh, again, if you want, if you have anything to say, if you if you have any comments, if, if you feel like I'm completely wrong, and uh, and you have something that you feel could be addressed on the on the actual episode of this uh, of Venom, uh, get at me. Hansikan on Twitter. H A N S I C A N, and. Uh, start a conversation I'm, I'm i'm open to talking to any of you guys and uh thank you for listening <laughs>